0: What are the effects and uses of anticholinergic drugs in the heart? How can you define the application of these drugs? First and foremost, to know all these explanations and answers, what are we waiting? Let's get started. Welcome all to this Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. First and foremost, the talk will begin about the prototype drug atropine. Now, when administered in a dose of around 0.5 milligram, the route may be intramuscular or it may be subcutaneous. Initially, what happens? What can you expect? There is a very short-lived little bradycardia, a fall in the heart rate. And what is the cause of this short-lived bradycardia? Well, the cause of the short-lived fall in heart rate is due to the blockade of the M1. Yes, muscarinic receptors. Their site is presynaptic on different locations like neurons, especially the vagal neurons I'm talking about. And as far as the proximity to the ganglia is concerned, their situation is post-ganglionic. Now, when these M1 receptors, they are blocked, what happens? The sinoatrial node, it tends to release acetylcholine and that leads to a decline in the heart rate. But... What will happen if you keep on administering atropine and you don't stop it? Just imagine, more dose will block the M2 receptors on the sinoatrial node. There is an observable rise in the heart rate. And mind it, always remember what happens here is simple blockade of the parasympathetic discharge. There is no involvement of the sympathetic tone. I repeat, there is no involvement of the sympathetic tone here. Now, age-wise differences, they are highly noticeable. As far as the degree of the heart rate rises concerned, the young adults, they are exhibiting the tachycardia better than any other age group. And what is the reason behind this? They have a very high vagal tone. I mean to say their pulse rate is very low. And what is the situation or the condition in case of kids or elderly people? Yes, I'm talking about the extremes of the ages. Well, if they are kids or they are elderly people, they already possess a high pulse rate. And what is the reason behind this? They have a low vagal tone. And then, if they already have a very high pulse rate, it's very hard to distinguish the actual and induced better to say atropine induced fast heart rate you cannot demarcate whether it's the natural heart rate or it's atropine induced heart rate hope you understood it now atropine hardly affects the ventricles as they are not supervised by the parasympathetic tone atrioventricular conduction it may be heightened the refractory period of the atrioventricular, that is AV node, is reduced. Now, this point is narrated as it's of great significance in the patients who are suffering from atrial flutter or atrial fibrillation. So, this point becomes very important if the patient is a patient of atrial flutter or atrial fibrillation. Now, now I have a notable point. The blood vessels they are devoid of the parasympathetic innervation. And the blood vessels they have muscarinic receptors. I repeat, blood vessels they are devoid of the parasympathetic innervation, but the blood vessels have muscarinic receptors. Wow, it was a nice notable point. For the same reason, the blood pressure stays unaffected by atrophy. Got it? But, do you remember the time when I told you that whenever cholinergic drugs are given exogenously, they lead to a rapid and short-lived hypotension. Now, this can be blocked or antagonized with the use of atropine completely. Got it? Let's move further. You might be hearing of atropine flushing. That is simply the occurrence when their high doses of atropine is given. What happens actually is the high doses of atropine, it dilates the facial skin blood vessels. And that is either a consequence of the release of histamine. Another thing I want to mark telling at this moment is that atropine leads to vasodilatation of the blood vessels And that is a compensatory mechanism. And this compensatory mechanism in turn allows the heat radiation and it may result in fever. But in this particular type of fever, there is no sweating. So always remember in this fever, there is no sweating. This is especially known as the atropine induced fever. Hope you understood, the atropine is causing the vasodilatation of the blood vessels as a sort of a compensatory mechanism and then heat radiation is allowed. That results in a sort of a fever that is known as atropine induced fever and this atropine induced fever, it is also associated with the facial flushing because there is vasodilatation of the skin blood vessels of the face also well it, well it concept hope you got it after a good gracious explanation what do you expect of course nothing but the applications or the uses of atropine revolving around the cardiovascular system let's put down in the bullet points first i want to make it very clear it is not a detailed account but it is still noteworthy the first point in conditions of aces When there is diminution of the reflex vagal tone in the heart, good enough atropine doses can pose some relief. Now, one bright example at this particular moment is during the cardiac catheterization when the contrast solutions, they are injected. That is one of the examples. Another one I have for you example of this particular application. One, another highly important state is of the heart block and I'm talking about a kind of a second order heart block now this kind of a heart block is quite evident in the cases of toxicity of certain drugs like digitalis then what happens the atropine is very useful to abolish the intensity of the block. One more application we got another one another example in the conditions of myocardial infection there are concomitant states with the sinus bradycardia then how to use atropine or what is its application let's get to know parenteral or intravenous atropine infusion is very risky mind it it's very risky but it may be a good choice of treatment now now is the time to give you some more chunks of knowledge regarding this point the underlying explanation of this risky thing that I told you lies in the fact that whenever you administer parenteral or intravenous atropine, if it's a low dose, it may result in bradycardia. And if there is a bradycardia, it adds up. It accentuates the block and the gray fall in the blood pressure. But that is one situation. But if there's a opposite side, that is there's a high dose, it results in tachycardia and that leads to increased oxygen demands that may actually accentuate or add up to the infarct so a very close monitoring is required while you're giving parenteral atropine neither the dose should be very high nor it should be very low it should be the adequate required dose got it now that's the today's rake off as far as the atropine and though i did not talk about the congenital drugs it was all about atropine but the topic is about the con- atropine and the congenital drugs uses concerned in the cardiovascular system i really hope it proved to be one hunk of knowledge and information now just a kind of a starter looking forward to serve the main course and we'll together be chewing the fat more of fat Very soon. So, the ticking of the clock hints that it's a wrap. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name as pharmacology difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. To rate and review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.